The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Coach Kurtz. I'm your man, Coach English. And we are in the building with two very special guests, as well as my main man, my brother from another mother, Coach Staley. Coach Kurtz is out. He is somewhere across the land. I think he said he was in uh, Bogota. No, I'm just playing. He's in, uh, uh, he's over there with Oak Hill, training them, and uh, as he always does, uh, uh, getting stuff done. But my brother Josh, man, how you doing? All is well. God has been good. Sit on this summer grind. You know how it is as a high school basketball coach. A lot of people be like, oh, you get your summers off. But we've been on this summer grind. We just finished up the first weekend of the new NCAA implemented live period in June, um, conducted by the um, federations and state associations of, of each independent state. It went really well. Uh, we had a big event where we had, I think, sixty plus teams participate, and then we had our we had our elite camp event today, which was another big su- success. So things really went well, and was excited about that. Um, other than that, you know, all is well. How things been going with you, man? It's been straight, man. Been you know living the dream. Doing the best I can to uh, be out here and not have you tell me what to do. Um, <laughs> been enjoying time with my kids, man, and uh, just trying to make things happen for myself. Uh, uh, but we, man, I ain't gonna waste no more time. I had a great time at the camp today, man. Some great kids. A lot of coaches came through. It was it was really cool to see South Carolina basketball on the map, especially after what happened this past week with the draft. South Carolina kids going number one and number two. And uh, a pro- and first, we're going to introduce uh, one of the guys who's probably been around for a lot of it. And we're not talking about your age now. We're just talking about the fact that you are a staple in the basketball community, the voice of the Chick-fil-A and the Bojangles, my man, everybody's man, Mr. Stacy Huff. Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome up, to Stanley the Show. Glad to be with you gentlemen, man. Glad to be with y'all, man. By the way, Michael Kurtz is my boy, too. We go way back. Me and Kurtz back to uh, at least 10 years with that dude. Good dude, man. Um, so this is a star-studded cast. Staley English. And my man, you about to introduce in a minute. Also, an up-and-coming up legend in the making. So I'm, I'm with some great company tonight. A legend in the making. Yeah, and, and, and the guy he's talking about. It, <laughs> if, any, if anybody knows we're on like a group. 
kind of FaceTime kind of deal. And as uh, as as, as Stacy said that, he started grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> so that we're talking about none other, none other than the very very happy Christian Savage, head coach of South Florence, man. What's going on, man? We know you got kind of got kind of up. Uh, we know. We know Josh kind of, Coach Daly, as he always does, kind of talked you into uh, uh, coaching today when you didn't want to. But uh, how you doing today, Coach? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, ain't talk, hey. I ain't talking about nothing. Go ahead. Say what you got to say, man. Hey, I'm, I'm glad y'all having me. I appreciate appreciate my man calling me a, a legend. I, I, ain't, I ain't there yet. In the, making, in the making. In the making. In the making. In the making. Hey, hope so. We hope so. <laughs> well, man, we we real happy to have you guys on, man. Um, yeah, I'm excited to have Mr. Tropical Smoothie on the show. Again. Tropical, yo, you can always find Sav with a tropical smoothie. He got one right now. What's wrong with tropical smoothie, man? Nothing wrong with tropical smoothie. Ain't nothing, nothing wrong with tropical nothing, smoothie, they, but they like, need to give Coach Savage a commercial because yeah, he's that always peach, going. that peach, man. That peach flavor is what's going on. With hey, Bahama Mama, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> hey, you got that. My son got that last week at the UNC. See, See? I will will say this: they are not. They are. They are currently not paying the Stanley English show for this for this plug. So. Let's speak not of them. But uh, but but uh, the people that uh, are around the corner across the street from uh, USC have some dope smoothies. If you have a chance, check them out. <laughs> we ain't gonna say their name on here. Uh, but anyway, uh, stay Coach Staley, man. Where we starting at? We're gonna talk about um, current events. I think one of the big events that's, that's been popping the last couple of days is this NBA free agency that's about to come up. I think it's going to be one of the bigger summers we've had in a while. And it's it's a lot of really good free agents, and it's a lot of guys with uncertainty around their name. Some people are trying to predict where they're going to go, but you really don't know where these guys are going to go. So that's kind of exciting. And it started out with the whole Anthony Davis trade going to the Lakers. Right. The Lakers winded up wind up not having to give up as much as I thought they were going to have to give. Even though I really like Josh Hart, I wish they could have kept him. But but I think I think it's shaking things up. So let's start with you, Coach Savage. What's some of your thoughts on the free agency? Uh I mean, I, I seen Al Horford is about to make a move. Um, I like that. I seen the Clippers. He might go to the Clippers, so I like that for the Clippers because I think they need a player like that that can stretch the floor like a stretch five um, type of guy. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, I kind of like the moves. I like the Pelicans. I like the moves that they made. Um, I think they're going to be a real good team. I, I honestly think that. Uh, I don't know. I have, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't been following it too much. I've been kind of busy. But, yeah, you, yeah, you're the rat race right now, bro. Yeah, it's a lot going on, but I like the Pelicans, though. I like the move they made, even though they gave up AD. I mean, they got a lot for them, so I like that move. Brother Brother Stacy, what's your thoughts, man? What you think? Yeah, real quick, man. My over my over overarching view on this fantasy, man, is everybody's worrying about those top four or five dominoes and guys whose names start with a K. But I think there's going to be another group of free agents, like from like Jimmy Butler on down, that's going to actually. Uh, help make some contenders, man. I think it's that next level of free agent, man. Um, you know, you got cats like Danny Green and J.J. Reddick that are doing it. They're going to fill out teams, man. That's going to take some teams good to contenders. Um, so, you know, we worry about the top dominoes that's going to fall, and they, they deserve attention. But 
I think that's another second layer of uh, free agents that's going to make this thing really wild here when those second level of dominoes start to fall as well. It's going to really uh, change the makeup of some teams that are on the on the cusp. No doubt, no doubt. Hold on one second, Coach English. I'm getting a lot of feedback from your side. It shouldn't be from my side. I'm good on my end. Quiet. It's here like a lot of rustling in the background. You, you fighting over there, man? I'm not. What am I fighting? That's what I'm saying. Don't don't fight. Hey, don't fight the power. Uh, I'm just. I was. Here. I mean, I was making sure it wasn't me. It sounded like a oh. Sigma was making a lot of noise on the other oh, side. Oh, here we Sigma. go. Here we go. There they go. Shots fired. Here we go, Josh. Don't don't even start. I ain't want to stop trying to stay on task. So, Coach Ingles, what's your thoughts on free agency? Because um, Coach Coach Savage said he hasn't been keeping up with it. So. Um, my thoughts on it are this, and I'm going to tell you a couple of things. I think that if it, it, I think it all starts in Golden State, personally, mm. um, and I think whatever Golden State decides to do is going to kind of determine what it, what it, the rest of the dominoes that fall. Golden no. State, though, I think it's that. You mean Katie and Clay? Yeah, and I'm going to tell you why. Going to Clay stand. That's it. No, I'm going to tell you. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you why. If if from the business side of it, if we're thinking, if we're talking business, I I I I don't I don't bring back Katie. I don't try to bring back Clay. Why? Man, because why, why not bring back Clay? Because the rehab on it is about a year, maybe oh. the two years. If he comes back 100, percent correct. No, the knee, the knee, that knee is hit. That dude be back in February, March, man. February, March, tops, right? Yeah, you talking about not, Clay? You talking about? I'm, I'm talking about Clay first. We're gonna talk about Clay, Clay first. Clay will be back in six months, and he probably won't play, like you said, till like February. Yeah, just to be he safe. won't play till like February. But there's no telling whether he's gonna be 100 percent, whatever. So we're gonna waste the year of Steph Curry, prime. No, when, no, the knee, the knee doesn't bother Clay because he plays below the rim anyway. He's a shooter. I just don't so feel he, like he I just don't feel like I don't I don't know if I offer him max max money. He doesn't even, he doesn't even dribble drive. Right, he doesn't need all that. I all don't know if I offer him, max, but he gets a lot of lift on his shot. He no, does. No, he, no, he, he does he lift does. on his shot. Yes, he does. Josh, he, he's a, not on his three ball. He barely gets off the floor. On his three right. ball, he lifts on his shot. Josh. You need to go look at some clay, like uh, you. Need, uh, I feel like you need to do the same. Clay, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, Coach Savage. Does Clay does Clay Thompson jump high on his shot? Not on the three ball. On the mid range, he do elevate, but really on the three ball, especially the catch and shoot. If he catching and shooting, he not really right. I, I, so you can't tell some people something. Well, but whatever. Just, <laughs> back to my point. I just don't feel like I don't. I don't feel like you could pay injured guys max money. In that sense, somebody gonna get KD max money. Yeah, well, no, I, not not Golden State. Well, okay, okay, you say well, okay, not Golden State. I so don't do think, think Golden State, State should, should do English. What should they do then? I think that they should take whatever money they could find and put find some pieces to put around Steph Curry to fill out the roster. They could get maybe a, a, a top tier guy like a maybe a, a mid level guy like a Jimmy Butler, somebody who could defend on the perimeter, who can give you some scoring. Because you don't really, if you have Steph Curry and you have somebody like a Jimmy Butler, and and if Demarcus Cousins could come back to somewhat of may what I? he was, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Stacey. Go ahead, Coach Ingles uh, is, is frustrating. There's a whole concept of the splash brothers, <laughs> two shooters. So you can't replace Clay with a guy who's not a shooter like that. You got to be. I mean, but you could get you could get you could get JJ Redick for you could get JJ Redick for less the money. Coach Curry, okay, but Curry plays better with another shooter as does Draymond. And, and I understand. Point four, all that works for the floor space wide. You need another shooter 
They help spread their floor. And that's what I'm saying. You can fill that out with JJ Reddick. No. But he doesn't defend like Kate, but, but he's not going to. But you if know, you get just, you can get Jimmy Butler and JJ Reddick for what you're going to pay Clay or KD. Business wise, it makes sense. That's not a winning combination. Yeah, you talking about JJ and Steph Curry? Who they gonna guard? Right, that's what I'm saying. Nobody. Now, the other two offer fifty in the backcourt every night. Take yeah. on guard somebody. So, uh, so somebody I mean, Jimmy, jersey. but Jimmy right. Butler's a premier <laughs> defender. <laughs> but Jimmy Butler can't stretch the floor. Jimmy Butler is starting to believe it or not. Jimmy Butler is starting to play like Joe Johnson. He needs the ball in his hands too That's much a good to, be, point. to be effective. Yeah. That's actually what hurt the 76ers because Butler needed the ball and it, and it hurt Ben Simmons' playmaking ability. It hurt um, Embiid getting his back to the basket more. So I think I think Golden State stays with Clay. Like Stacey said, he fits the mold. Right. But it, wouldn't that be more out of nostalgia than no. business? You know, he's a young player that's going to be out six months, bro. You don't throw it away for six no, months. No, the ACL is not the same. Now, K, if you would have said KD. Well, I'm I'm, I'm already. I, 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 well, KD's a done deal. I think KD's a done deal. Now, I think he's KD, out. now to sound cruel, even though I think somebody's still going to pay him well, now KD will probably not get as much money because with that injury, with his style of play and with his height, he will never be. Uh, 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 a 68 to 82 game um, season ever again guy anymore. Ever he's again. He's going to be like anywhere between 40 to 53 games. And he's going to have to save himself for the playoffs. He's not going to be able to play extended minutes. He's about to play like 28 minutes a game. So he's still going to be very, very good. That argument to give him a max contract because of his limitations is different, but and supposedly cool. four teams that said they would do it. Now, supposedly four teams, that's probably a mysterious four teams that are willing to, to roll the dice. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. do we really think yes. it's four teams? I don't I read I, that. Like, I read that. That, I mean, that might be his agent putting it out. You know, from my media perspective, I, I, look, I, can, I look at all this with a grain of salt because agents and the media work together. They cut deals. And that's so, what hey, I Somebody leaked that. Somebody paid somebody to leak that and say four yeah. teams. They might be doing that to make somebody leak that. But I, I think it's, it's only one team. I think the. um. I think what is that in the background? That's Savage that? watching film. That's how, how that's all know? that is. Dog, put your cut. Dog, cut your TV down, Savage. We trying to do a podcast I here. I didn't even think it was that loud. Savage, savage watching film. Savage on a multitask. Right, if you can hear it, we can hear it. I didn't, so I'm watching right. the game when y'all beat us. I'm my fault. Y'all, y'all young. <laughs> I'm watching the game. Like, a, I'm watching a, little boys. A young, a young coach out here. That's what it is. Young that's, coaches, man. But um, but um, what happened was like with 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 Clay. I mean, with KD. I do think the Nets will give him the money, but the Nets only want Kyrie. If they think they can get KD. They want both of those guys. Coming in, so the Nets probably are one of the wonderful. Work, and I don't think they would work well together. I'm not, I don't I'm think they. I don't. I don't like that. No, yeah, no. they wouldn't work. They that's wouldn't a work. terrible. That's a terrible combination. That's a yeah. desperate. That's a desperate combination because both of them are a ball absorber, absorbers. They no, need I was, the, They need the ball. So, what I would no. say is to, to help, like as a Knicks fan, I was actually relieved when they were like, you know, Kyrie might go to the net to go to the Nets, and I was like, okay. Now, Man, listen. The I New just, York media going to destroy both of them guys. Neither one of them can handle that media pressure. No. Neither one of them. They yeah, just Katie, Katie has very big ears. He has very big ears. And when New York knows they could get to you, that's it. 
They it's gonna make, rap. They make a name on him. Castro make their name on him by picking fights. Him, but right? just pick, mean? just pick. Like he ain't gonna be able to go outside. Right. Like he ain't gonna be able to go anywhere. At some point, how is he this old with no? You know, how is he that old with no lady too? But that's another story. God damn. So I got a, I got a, I got a question for for the for the great Stacy Huff. Oh man, stop it, man! Cut that out. <laughs> Who's gonna go play with LeBron? Who do, who do you see fitting with LeBron and AD? You know, you know what? I'm glad I'm glad you asked that, sir. Because uh, oh, yeah, I, I got to answer that too. Go ahead. It, Stacey. I, I think Patrick Be- Patrick Beverly needs to go first to play defense. Because listen, with with LeBron, LeBron needs two things. LeBron didn't play defense like he used to. And LeBron still needs to hold the ball a lot on offense. So he needs a point guard that don't mind LeBron really being the point guard on offense, but they can be the point guard on defense. That sounds like Patrick Beverly, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. Patrick Beverly's gonna be the, he'll be the he'll guard the best point guard when the league is lousy with is thick with point guards right now. Patrick Beverly take that assignment every night and not want the ball to go through his hands a lot on offense. So that sounds just like what LeBron needs. And he needs shooters. So go back to the JJ Reddick, the Danny Green, the um uh Malcolm Brogdon. I like Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah that'll be yeah. good. Because all that, he's a he's a, he's a defensive player as well. Yeah. So that thing, the Lakers team last year looked bad, bad on both ends of the court. Um, and, and really, LeBron needs to be able to pick his spot. So he needs young he needs young blood to carry him. You know, for a big part of that season. So I got like Brogdon, Reddick, or Danny Green, and Patrick Beverly. There you go. That's that's some yeah. good names I throw out. You want to, and you want to know what's crazy? To be fair to LeBron, he had to cut back on defense, if this makes any sense, because he had to exert so much on offense the last three I, to four years I agree. of his career. He's, he's put so much. I do think with a guy like Anthony Davis, he will be able to exert himself a little bit more defensively. But I love the point you made, Stacey, because the Lakers can do two things. They can try to get another superstar, or they can take – the San Antonio Spurs, the Toronto Raptors. Right. The Raptors just showed you. Right. They can take that route, stick with the two superstars, because they have two legit superstars, and put a bunch of really good fitting pieces around that. Because a Danny Green, he, he can lock up. He can lock up. It's still shooting enough. Right. It's still, it's still knocked the open shot down. So it's multiple guys out there yep. that, can, that can fit the mold, make the open jump shot, and play D. Now, J.J. Redick is a great shooter. He Liability does. on defense. He can't guard Dominican. Right. So it's the Lakers actually, and I told somebody this, and they, they rolled their eyes at me. I sincerely think that the Lakers have the league on notice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think they have the league. Like The league is kind of waiting to see who else they're going to be able to get. I don't think they should go out the Kyrie. The wild card. Here's the wild card for the Lakers. You want to know D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, like he, if that, if, talk, but, that's, but he's gonna need that money though. He needs that. Yeah, yeah. But do you think he's the best fit to go there? Yes, and I'm gonna tell you why he's the best fit to go there. Basketball because wise, is not money. That, wise. Not money wise, because he's going. He's going. He's young. <laughs> he what is big, this? He's about to be a second contract. Yeah, he, he wants that, that big second contract. He want. He want that money. But basketball wise, that's a guy. A lot of people don't notice about LeBron, but if you looked at his touches when when he let. He, LeBron is okay with watching somebody else do their thing. Yeah. He's okay yeah. with that. He did yeah. it with D-Wade. He did it with Kyrie. Yeah. Um, so, D'Angelo Russell, can you imagine D'Angelo Russell and um, Anthony Davis in a pick and roll? Yeah, that would be crazy. That, that would be crazy with with a, a, a spot-up shooter and a LeBron that can shoot and slash. Wait, so, wait, stay, 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 let me jump in. I want to throw a question out of y'all's show, but I want to throw it to, to your co-host, English, and the Sav. 
and you two said you could answer this. Here's the question, and I don't know y'all's audience, so I won't ask the way I want to ask it. But who in the who 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 is running the Lakers? <laughs> LeBron James. No, I'm gonna tell you what's crazy. You wonder who I Who's think running is running the Lakers? LeBron. No, I think Kobe is running the Lakers. But Palenka? Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Nah. Uh, you know, it's been hinted. They hinting that. He's denying it. But Kurt Rambis' wife got an opinion in the matter. Kurt Rambis, come on, man. Yeah. This is a, it's, 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 a, it's a poop show over there, man. Man, LeBron running that thing over there, man. Huh? LeBron running that thing over there, man. LeBron make decisions. So everything we saying, it was so that means all of our answers, guys, got to be thinking about what will LeBron do. Yeah, because he, yeah. Jesus braces. What will LeBron do? Okay, Stacey, we're gonna have to put a plug in it right there, guys, because we got to go out to break. But man, it's a great beginning. We're gonna see you on the other side of this break, right here on the Stanley English Show. Hey Siri. Hey, how may I help you? Play the relationship status podcast. Playing the Relationship Status Podcast. You know, I, I would ask him, like, what are you doing? You know, where are you going with this? What are you trying? And he really didn't have, like, a real answer. Okay. So I didn't feel like we were going to be compatible well, later I, I, on down the line. I think that goes back to something I've, I've often heard and think myself, that men date women thinking they're never going to change. And women date men thinking that they are thinking that they can change them. Relationship status. New episode every Monday at 12 noon on Defy Life Network. And we're back. Uh, once again, uh, make sure to check out the Relationship Status Podcast, man. Dope podcast, dope podcast. Actually, tonight, uh, it's uh, June 26th. Um, the podcast will be uh, going live um, on the Relationship Status Podcast page. Uh, on Facebook, so uh, for all our listeners out there, if you have a chance, man, uh, go ahead and check that out. It's at 9 p.m., uh, but very dope podcast. So we're going to go ahead and get into our topic. Josh, uh, you know, what's our topic this week, Josh? We're going to get into the importance of networking. Um, Coach Savage, Coach English, and myself, we were around a lot of coaches, and as like any other profession, like young coaches get involved um in, in the profession, and one of the things I talked to Coach English about is a lot of these young guys need to make sure they network and um, not so much politic, but make themselves connectable early in their career because it's not who you know, it's more of who knows you. And a lot of times um, you can have this closed-off energy and you can miss out on opportunities because you're not making yourself available to be um, connected to and networked with. So that's very important in this profession with any profession, but especially in coaching because it's a profession that is based off association. I don't really care how you want to put it. Like everything in coaching is based off what people know about you, even down to how you're scouted and prepared against. So it's very important to network. Coach E, what are some of your thoughts on the importance of networking? Um, I think that uh, what I was able to learn early, uh, and I remember having a conversation with uh, my AD at the time when I got to Denmark, uh, my first head coaching job. Well, first off, shout out to you, Coach Daly, for giving me my first high school job as a JV girls coach, even though you took all the good freshmen and put them on the correct? 
Yeah, that no was that old W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, took right. all the good freshmen and put mm-hmm. them on varsity mm-hmm. and left me with all the girls that couldn't dribble and couldn't shoot. Uh, <laughs> I left you with all the girls that couldn't dribble and shoot. Couldn't do nothing. Like, I couldn't figure out what was going on. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I ended up at, uh, uh, Shouts out to Coach Staley But um, anyway uh, At Denmark I had, I had a conversation with I was at Coach's Clinic And I had a conversation with my AD at the time um, God dog it I forget his name hey, I hate to not give him a shout out Cause he Coach, gave talking, me about some, Coach, talking about Coach Jordan No not Coach Jordan uh, Our short guy God dog it Damn, I know who you talking about But I don't really want to say his name Cause you're like the short guy like, Man, he, he know I call him the short yeah. guy the short That's ball head guy. Coach football used to be at Williston Elko. Yeah, he's at Williston Elko now as the AD. But um, anyway, uh, it's, it's funny. It's my guy. He's funny as hell. Um, uh, got the most country sayings of anybody I ever know. But um, he said, uh, we I was at the clinic, and I think I might have only been hanging out with a couple of people. And he was like, yo, you need to go ahead. And he said, you need to really, really mingle at this thing. You need to meet everybody. And I was like, well, what for? I don't like everybody. I don't, right. I don't like everybody. So what does it matter who I'm talking to? I don't like these dudes. Like, I'm not that kind of guy. And he was like, it's not about being that kind of guy. He said, but you never know whose hand you're going to shake. You never who's going to be in a position to help. You never know whose recommendation you may need. You never know who's going to be in the room when you walk in it for an interview. He, Damn, was, man, he was like, so just, he said, just go out here. He said, be personable. Just Talk to him, shake the hand. He said, I ain't saying be friends with him. Right. What I'm saying is just get to know him, be personable, be connectable, and be a person that people want to talk to. He's like, and that's it. He's like, you don't have to change who you are, just change what you do. And for that to be the conversation I had with a football coach, with a guy who was a football coach who was not big on basketball at all to give me that kind of thing. And then from hanging around Josh, of course, Josh is probably one of the most um, uh, uh, guys who's easy to talk to. Um, uh, 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 at any point, you could call his phone and he'll answer. Um, every time he walks in the room, he's talking to multiple people. Um, him, uh, uh, Carl Johnson, the AC floor as well. Um, just being around these different guys that you know that that very very well at networking. Um, it makes your life as a coach a whole lot easier. And I think. And I think, and, and we're going to throw it to Christian in a minute. I think he kind of felt that a little bit. Like his ability, like the type of person he was and the people that he kind of was able to know was able to help him in this process of him getting that head coaching job. So, you know, I'm going to throw it to Christian for a little bit. Like what was the process? Like I know what it was like for me, but you freshly into it. Like how did your, how did your ability to network as an assistant coach enable you to get to that position for those young coaches out there that are trying to be head coaches? Uh, I mean, being at Ridgeview helped me out a lot with networking because, you know, it was so many coaches coming in there and Stoneman did a good job of, like, introducing me to the coaches and always making me talk to them. And and I, that helped me out a lot. And then on the, on the AAU scene last summer – helping the guys get recruited and stuff. I was talking to coaches all the time and just trying to build a relationship. And that helped me out a lot, just confidence-wise, meeting different coaches, talking to different people. And then with this process, I mean, I really got this job because of who I knew and who knew me. And both of you guys helped me out through this process, talked me through it, and 
Kerry Rich was a big person in the process. He kind of threw my name in the hat. And once he, I remember he texted me and asked me when I was graduating college. I told him when I was graduating. And five minutes later, I got a phone call from Dr. Williams, superintendent in Florence. So, I mean, it's all about, like Staley said, who knows you? So, networking is everything. That, that got me in this position right now. And you just, you got to do it the right way. You know, you don't have to be friends with them, but you just have to talk to them, be, be, you know, just you just gotta talk to you just gotta talk to him, man. That's that's the biggest thing and speak. And always just don't make it about yourself, make it about the kids and just building a relationship. And you know, this weekend I was talking to a lot of coaches and just just trying to build a relationship, help my kids in Florence get recruited too. And it really all started with Ridgeview. I had coaches that I barely knew congratulating me just from when I met them at Ridgeview. So and, and uh, uh, Stacy, like you've yeah. been around for a lot of it. Uh, yeah. um, you've seen a lot of coaches come and go, and yeah. you know you have these standoff young coaches or even standoff I, I older coaches. Yeah, and, I definitely want to hit that. Because, and as yeah. a media guy, like, yeah. how does that like like you you yeah. tell us a little bit? Like, get get into yeah. it. I'm glad you were saying that, man, because you know I was actually telling another coach, and, I, and I've talked to media people about this too. I've been in this radio thing in Columbia for like, almost 20 years now, man. I've seen actually that guy's coaching now. Staley has one of his staff now whose game I called in the championship game. That's how long I've been in this thing. Just to throw that out. Um, <laughs> I called this game for HKT. Your kid for HKT, I did this game that scored 100 points at the Colonial Life Arena. I did his yep. game. So anyway, I've been around that long. So my point, let me, I said that to say this. And Sam has got to figure it out. He's right. I, I knew he had to figure it out a, a, a year ago. But you got to be affable. You got to be and, – and listen, Staley, English, I've had both of you on my show. There's coaches, I can almost tell you, when they, when they, how they re- react to the media and other coaches, how long they're gonna be on their job. There's some coaches who name I won't call that have come and gone in this area. I'm thinking more football than basketball, though, who are closed off. And and I talk to principals and ads. They want coaches that can make their make the world seem small. What do I mean by that? Let me. So when you make the world seem small, like Coach Staley got his tentacles everywhere. Coach Staley can get probably get a scrimmage with anybody. He can probably get a conversation with anybody. Kids know who he is. Kids, you know what I'm saying? Because when you got relationships. You, Coach English, y'all the same way. Sal's going to be the same way. So when principals look to hire somebody, I bet in all y'all's, in all y'all's interviews, they talk about promoting your program, how to, how to get your program out of yeah. the community. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Not, that's not an accident. <clears throat> There's a coach in a, in a school not far from where well, I'm very, very, well, I'm almost about to name it. School very close to where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> that I, that I saw a football coach lose his job because he simply would not, he was closed off. This is, this is, six, seven years ago, would just simply would not even after the hint, you know, you get somebody to open book test when the principal tells you and maybe a board member say, hey, promote your program, promote your kids money. He's like, no, nah, I'm just not going to do it. They just gave you open book test. You failed the open book test. They told you what they wanted. You didn't give them to you. And now you're an assistant somewhere else where you used to be a head coach, right? You know, not, not the same school. You know what I'm saying? You lost your position because you simply would not uh, network. So I guess I'm tying it all back to go all the way back to the, where we started. I saw, I was there this weekend as well. You know, and I see you right. Some coaches have a closed off energy. It's going to come back to haunt them, and it's going to cost them jobs because when your administrators at your school realize that you're not making the world small, you're making it. You know, it's us against the world. Or I'm not really able to reach out and make, cause now kids don't want to come play for, don't want to transfer in, right? Right. Parents find out you're closed off, and that means your communication skills they're probably lacking as well. It's not a coincidence, right? So all that's the same personality that causes people to end up bouncing around and making kids, you know, you know, if, if you're not winning, you should at least be able to win the kids and win the community. If you're not right. if you're not networking, then you're not winning the, the political game. You're not, you're not winning the 
uh, developing young men game, and you're not winning the uh, on the court as well. It's all the same thing. So, you know, short answer uh, after a long answer is coaches that don't learn to network early in the game, they're going to have a different kind of career than you guys are going to have in the middle of right now. Y'all in the, in the middle of some great careers. But y'all yeah. know if you got some peers, they're just not, they're just not gonna figure it out. Yeah, I, I appreciate that the compliment. And and you're right. And and what and what we're trying to get coach to understand, don't think we're talking about going around saying doing a tap dance and a hand clap. Hey, my name is Josh. Who are just you? Connect. Nah, we're not saying that. Just connect, be <laughs> real. Cause I mean, and the more you do that, you're gonna know who you need to connect with and you're gonna know who you need to stay the flip away from. Okay? Cause some dudes are gonna not be about much. But when you're when you are protected through association, there you go. Those that those bad things can't really do anything to you because you can stay. You know which bad people to stay away from. There are good and bad people in this profession, but like Stacy just said, you have to make the world smaller. And when your world is smaller, you know who to stay away from. <laughs> you know who to stay away from. And a lot of times, and no, and I get it. It's a competitive world. And you sometimes you're like, I don't know who to trust. Well, that's when you have to be sure of your product and yourself. When you're sure of your product and yourself, it doesn't really matter what anyone else is doing. So my bet the advice I would give, man, is to really like stay focused on growing, never get complacent, never think your cup is full, never think you know it all. But in the same breath, you have to understand that other man always has something to offer you. And when you keep that mentality, I'm not saying you're doing it to take because you have to offer yourself some, you have to offer things yourself also, but it allows you to make your, yourself smaller. What are some of the things you could do to network? Have some free camps at your school. Um, go to coaching clinics. Go like we had this event this past weekend and it was some college coaches in the state that I didn't even see at the event. You're right okay. about that. And, yeah, and, 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 and it was um some and they're not gonna be there and they're not gonna be there long. They're no, be they're not. Coaches. They're not. It was some high school coaches that I didn't even see at the event. Ain't These are the long. things you have to get up off your butt. And I know it's easy to be a homebody. I'm a homebody, but you got to get out of your comfort zone and network. But I don't, I don't want to keep going, Coach Savage. I know you thinking something. What you thinking, Papa? Hey, I, I just it definitely was a lot of uh, college coaches in the state that wasn't there this weekend, but. But one thing I was saying, like, to help other people, you know, network, like, younger guys is, you know, get involved in, like, the top 80 camps and the SCBCA camps and stuff like that because that helped me out, too. Because I yes. think the first the first SCBCA camp I coached, I think it was with you. This was a couple of years ago because I, I remember telling you I was looking up to you and stuff like that, and it was the girls' camp. And that's kind of where I met you and built the relationship with you. And, you know, we kind of just went from there, but – Working camps is definitely something that helps you network because you meet other high school kids that's good in the state, and you're meeting other coaches. You're talking to people, and and that 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 goes to help you in, in the long in the long run because you never know. Like uh, I can't remember who was saying it, but you never know who's going to be in the interview room, and you never know who you're going to need a recommendation from. Absolutely. So, uh, working those camps is big. I was I was actually telling somebody that today. I was telling somebody. How they need to email Jamie Shaw, Rick Lewis, and kind of want 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 to get involved with the top eighty, be involved so you can get your name out there and stuff like that. So that's another good tactic. And, and that's yeah, a, and that's a point um, that I think a lot of coaches don't embrace um, is is the fact of I remember like I remember getting the Denmark job and um, 
and I spoke to one of my ment- one of my mentee- many mentors, uh, Tim Gates, and and he said uh, he said, "Do you know what your first job is?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I got to win games." And he says, "No, nope, that's not your first job." I said, "Well, what's my first job then?" <laughs> and he said, "Your first job is to make sure your kids graduate on time." He said, "Your second job is to make sure your kids go to college." Or go to the military. They got to do something after high school. And he said, if you're doing that, winning will come. You don't, you wouldn't have to worry about it. And he says, make sure you get out there and meet people. And if anybody knows Tim Gates, he's not the most, he's not the most personable person (laughs) at all. But he told me those words and they stuck with me. Um, just like every, I think that you got to take things in from everybody that you meet and that's why you network, you network so that you can take in information from the different people that you meet. Um, I mean, we, I don't been in group chats with Josh and, 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 uh, and a couple other coaches and go, Hey man, we about to go to the Nike clinic in Myrtle beach. Hey man, who's down? You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, or I'll go down to Atlanta to, uh, uh, you know, even whatever little camps that's out just so I can meet people because you never know what you learn. You never know what you could come across. You never know what piece of knowledge that you could take in. And not only that, I'm one, I think me, I don't know, Josh, there's very few basketball coaches in the state come playoff time or game, just a regular old game. If you call them and say, hey, coach, what game do you want to mind? I'll trade with you. And I said to somebody, I said, football does it all the time. Why doesn't yep. basketball do it? Good question. Why doesn't why don't basketball coaches do it? Because me and Josh, if, if we're gonna play, what I call you, Josh, I say, hey, look, hey, what game you want? Right. Right. <laughs> what There's game no you need want? To call nobody else. Yeah, it, why am I why am I dancing around getting game? Why am I gonna call everybody else around the sun? To get games right. that I can call you for for a film that I'm eventually gonna get anyway, right. and do half the work <laughs> to do it. You can see what I'm saying, like yeah. And 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 here's the thing, like you know, but it's it should be a respect factor. At the end of the day, I'm gonna get this film anyway, right? Period. I'm gonna get it, so I don't need to call ten people. I'm gonna call you, and I have called some coaches who have flat out told me, Coach, no. They've told me no. That's, That's good security, though. Well, let me jump in. Let me say one more thing about this. So yeah, go guess ahead. what? Some, some of the lack of networking comes from the same thing that comes from Coach English. Is security. So oh yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of young coaches who ha- who, who unlike Savage haven't been on a two time championship staff or hasn't gone out and put their work in and they got and they're not secure in that position. Savage has every right to be secure because he's just put the damn work in, right? Yeah. Even a part of some successful. Staley is even a, a, a girls championship coach. Da da da. English, you know what you've done. And, and at very young ages, all of y'all got started at very young ages. But there's some guys out there who are young, like y'all were, but they didn't necessarily pay the dues, so they insecure. They don't want to talk because they don't know. They may not. They may say they're gonna say the wrong thing. Right? That's true. Yeah, they, but- they may not think they have anything to really bring to the table, or they may be just like you know, the media is no different. You know, you know, there are people who are insecure that won't talk to you because they think the conversation is just you still people. You know what I'm saying? It's still people, but there are people who are insecure. And they, the same reason they won't give you that tape. They, they, they feel like, I don't want to help you beat my butt. Man, people going to get the tape anyway, man. You still got to <laughs> play game day anyway. Yeah, right. And that's the thing. But like, because of insecurity, man, that's all it is. And not only that, but I think, like, let's say, like, even, okay, let's take, like Josh said, there were some high school coaches that weren't at this event this weekend. Right. Okay. Well, 
even if your team didn't play. It was free for you if you had a high school league pass. Right. Come see. Come through. Bring bring your top kids through. Bring your team through and just hey man, look, this is what we could be doing. You know soak what I'm saying? Soak up the environment, right? Get the environment. Soak up atmosphere, the environment. Atmosphere. Like Richland Northeast that first night, Dorman oh, versus crazy. AC Flora, wall right. to wall coaches. Oh, I heard it was 60 coaches in there, man. Wall to wall coaches. 60 coaches, Hell, 60, know, 60 coaches and we lost by 60. Y'all did not lose by 60. We oh. lost by 50. We got our asses whooped. <laughs> you got yes. players out? Hell no, nah. we they they were there, but they were out at the Josh, same time. Josh, we're going with, Josh, we're going with the story. Your players were out. Okay, that's it. All right, yeah, man. Like, you had got, players out. Okay. Yeah, I got players Yo, kidnapped right before the jump but, ball. They, yeah, they were injured. Somebody was not there. But let me tell you, oh, let me tell you guys a funny story though. So as I'm watching the game, I'm gonna tell you a funny story. As I'm watching the game, I'm listening to people crucify Josh, and I'm sitting there defending them. I'm like, Yo, nah. Heal this, heal that, heal this. Nah, man, I don't see that. I don't see that. I don't see that. And I'm like, yo, you talking coaching. I said, if you give, this is a camp. This is a, let's just go out here and play. This is June. I done seen teams win no games in June and go undefeated in the region. I done seen teams win every game in June and can't win a game during the season. <laughs> June, man. It's June. We are all out here trying to figure out what we have. Half the kids on that squad are not gonna make the team. Damn. So why are we judging a man? Why are we judging someone? Why are we judging anyone? Like I heard right. somebody say something yeah. about Savage. Hey man, that's how Florence team ain't gonna win. I said, How you I know? know how June. you know that in June? Right. Hey, listen, the, the worst thing in the world, other than being a referee and a coach, are two things I wouldn't do. <laughs> but referee or a coach, I'm glad I'm happy right where I am. But everybody stands for a better coach than the coach, and everybody's on a referee. I, I, a friend of mine, and, and uh, well, you know, CL, CL Butler says, I've never lost a game from the stands. No, undefeated. <laughs> I'm undefeated from the stands. In the stands, you make every decision after the play is over. I make after every the play is over, you get to make your call. Yeah, yeah. you get to make your oh, call. I there. That he shot, I would have passed. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it's it's a point that everybody has, and until you're on the side, the sidelines, the person standing up that has to deal with whatever consequence comes from it. Because remember this: whether you decide to network or not, kids win games, coaches lose them. Right, that is the perception, that's, and that's and that's. I've heard Nick Saban say that, whether it's real or not. That's that's that is what's up. That's what people say. Yeah. Um. And and, and listen, the, the parent, the parents understand. I'm, and I'm also a parent, so I do, I'm a parent as well. But I understand from the media perspective, when you're in that moment, you're not thinking clearly. That's why it's called fan is short for fanatic. Right. Right. So yo, you guys are coaches, Travis, you about to be the head guy for the first time. Stale in English, I already know. You got to you you, you got to rule that out. You got to go go with your gut and go go go. You got to play the win and build your program. But hey, that's the say, what's the saying, Stacy? Uh, 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 if you listen, if you listen to, to the, the people that says you'll be sitting with them. You gotta you you listen to them the whole game next time. Next you gotta have thick skin. You gotta have thick skin, especially. We are coaching from a scholastic perspective because we deal with everything, the grades, the demeanor, the behavior. And a lot of guys, it's easy to critique when you just show up and coach a kid. 
right. but you have nothing to do with the overall development of the kid as a person, how they um how they act um off the court, on the court. So it's easy to critique. Now, to give you perspective of what happened Friday, Dorman's ex- Dorman's probably going to win a fourth state championship in a row. Yes, they are. Okay. Um, I can safely say that with the personnel, God forbid. No, I can't say after five eight, but nothing. You know, no. I mean, it's just, it's just. I mean, you got, you got to be realistic with it. Sav, Sav is going to have his pro. Sav knows what it takes to win championships. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Sav is honest enough to know that he isn't there yet. Right, right. I'm he's sure. honest enough. Yeah, Dorman's but, good. But, he's not, he's, but I will say this: Dorm is really good. But were we, were we there yet? No, we. My teams will never look like a championship team in the summer because I don't focus on that. I focus on development in the spring and more development in the summer. And that's it. That's it. Team stuff I put to the side because I really believe in developing the kid. So sometimes we're going to run into hammers and get our butt cut over the summer. It right. happens. And I'm not even making excuses. Lord knows I don't give a fat butt of what, about what people think from the side. But what I will say to the younger coaches, this is a part of networking. You have to connect yourself to experienced coaches who care about your success. Like a lot of coaches don't have the confidence to want you to be successful. Like I want Coach Savage to be successful. Why? Because it makes the whole element of basketball in the state of South Carolina even better. Mm -hmm. You know, and if and if it's good, my kids and my program has to be better. So guess what? It's a better element. But the insecure people are afraid of competition and they don't want the competition to be good. So you, have to, you have to network yourself with people that are progressive, positive thinkers. Don't network with cats that are, are, are small thinkers because small thinkers don't understand the element of growth from all perspectives. Coach Savage's growth promotes my growth, even if it means more competition for me because competition, you're either going to sink or swim. I plan on swimming. Like when Dorman cut our butt Friday, guess what? My players knew, Coach, we got to listen to everything you say now. So we grew. Well, they always say players are easier to coach after a loss than a win. Yeah. But so yeah. iron sharp as iron. I'm, I'm going to tell you another way what you're saying. It's iron sharp as iron. Yeah. So South Carolina, iron, only iron sharp as iron. You can't sharpen iron with paper. So Mm-mm. you got to have another another light element. You know what I'm saying? So South Florence has got to be iron for AC4 to sharpen itself. Right. right. got to be iron right. for Keenan to sharpen itself. You see what I'm saying? That's... Iron sharpens iron. Amen. And those who get that are the ones who can go out and network and have no fear because they know that if you get good, I just got to get good with you. We can all get good. We all rise together. <coughs> uh, but those insecure cats, I'm talking about. I see the body language, man. Some cats I can approach, and some I won't. You know, I'm a guy. I've been around forever. I know a lot of. I don't know a lot of the young guys, and I and I'll go up and start a conversation with anybody. I will talk to a guy on lamp post, but at the same time, you get that energy that Coach Staley talked about, and you know, going back to the networking part. And again, you know, I don't know what we do to help those kind of people. Um, but again, they may not be around long, but for Savage, you're doing the right thing. You learn how to network and, and, uh, put yourself in a position, talk to younger guys like yourself and make sure you keep increasing, encouraging them to increase their activity, um, with the camps, yes, sir. The older mentor, take on a mentor. Every successful person is not a mentor, whether they admit it or not. Right. Um, and, and, and do those things, but y'all got to keep, y'all got to keep doing it as a, as a coaching group. Cause I love the coaches in South Carolina, man. I really do. I think we got a good group, you know, across all racial lines and all that. And I think most of them want the best for the kids. But if you're out there being selfish with your personality and selfish with your resources and selfish with your sharing, um, then ultimately, it's your kids. I'm going to tell you, I had a conversation with Frank Martin today. 
And he said, uh, usually when they have their team camps, they get about eight to ten teams out of Florida. And he mm-hmm. said this year, because of I think it was Father's Day, he didn't get right. as much teams out of he didn't get as many teams out of Florida to come in. <clears throat> and he said, um, he said, you know why the teams from Florida keep coming back? And he says, he says, because they keep telling me that the coaching in South Carolina is so good that they want to come back and face wow. the teams in South Carolina because the coaching makes them, they feel like the coaching makes their teams better. And I was like, wow. And this is coming from Frank Martin, you know, and, and, and this is things that he has heard. And, you know, I just think that if we could just, if people can continue, if people can start, I can't say continue. If people can start to understand that we need each other in a we're, we're in a football state absolutely so if we're if we're going to attack each other or not back each other or or not a wish for greatness from each other then then like we're helping our own demise correct correct we're, we're, we're not helping our kids do anything other than have this animosity towards other teams I remember Josh first state championship. Yeah, I think we lost him. I'm gonna try to get him back. But his first state championship that he won, shoot, I was in the stands. Like I went to that game. We lost in the second round, but I went to the I went and was like, yo, look, man, look, I I gotta be there, sat next to his wife, cheered as loud as I possibly could when he got it. Because I was so happy for somebody who had worked his behind off to get there. And I'm happy for every single person that gets one. If you're if you're it only few get to taste get to drink from that cup. Absolutely. So if we're not happy for each other, if we don't put forth that energy, how are we gonna get anything back? But um, you know, just young coaches, I done seen you come in the gym, I done seen you not shake hands, I done seen you have your behind on your shoulders for lack of better words. I done seen you like like bypass media and you know everything else. Just open up, bro. You will be amazed. You will be amazed at the positivity, at the coverage that your team will get, at the people that you call. I remember Savage called me and said, "Hey man, I need." And I said, "When I said Savage, I got you. You got me." Like, like, period. You'll be amazed at the people that'll just say without hesitation, "Right, I got you." And so just just step up young people, young guys, young Absolutely. females in the game and, and just realize although we're it, we're in a, a competitive sport, when outside the lines, we don't have to be that. We can be very supportive. We, we, we can help each other. Shoot, if you're doing something different, man, let me come to your practice and see what you're doing. Let me get some drills from you. Like I got some like today at the camp, I got some great drills I'm going to take back to, to my team to use my team. You know, Aaron Lucas, I was like, yo, I was like, I went to pick up a basketball. He almost ran me over like, nah, nah, let the kid get it. Let the kid get it. I was like, okay, uh, okay, that's fine. (laughs) But it was a different, and I understood. My boy, my boy, Luke. (laughs) You know, shouts out to uh, to Luke. Like, I was like, yo, you know, like, okay, because I was going to pick up, I literally was going to pick up the ball and throw it back on the court. And he came and almost gave me a shoulder Tackle like don't touch that ball, coach. Let the kid it. get it. Let the, he he done threw it over here. Let him get. And I was just like, yo, that's it makes sense. Yep. So even in my many years of coaching, I learned something today. 
And the only way you do that is by networking, being out there and doing what you're supposed to do. Um, We lost, we lost one of our hosts, Josh, and I don't think we lost him. I just think he got off so he could go pack. I think, I think his wife, Lena was in the background. Like you need to pack. We leaving in the morning. So we're going to go ahead. (laughs) We're going to go ahead and get out of here today. But before we go, um, are we going to let you guys do some shout outs uh, uh, as we always do? But uh, matter of fact, Josh is texting me now. So for all our listeners, Josh is texting me. So it's probably, oh, here we go. Phone went dead, finished without me. That's code for Lena told me I to get off pack. the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, he can't admit that. That's code for Lena told me to get off the phone. But yeah. um, uh, I'm going to give you guys some shout outs. But before we go, Stacy, there's a question that we ask every single person that visits our show. Bring it. Okay, here's the question yes, One game for your life. Right. You're the coach. You have so, to pick five guys. And uh, the team that you're playing against is Michael Jordan, yeah. LeBron James, yeah. Magic Johnson, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal, and Kevin Durant. You have to pick five people to beat that group. I'm sorry, not Kevin Durant. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Sorry about that. It's Kareem, <laughs> Ma- Kareem <laughs> Magic, Kareem, Kareem. Magic, All right. All right. Shaq, All right. Uh, Jordan, Jordan, and LeBron. All right, I got that. So, All what's right. your five and why? I want the Monstars. No. Um, <laughs> now let me. Okay, give, give me, give me Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Why? Why? What, like, what? What is the matchup that he wins there? Well, you know, you you pick a team to go against. There's not a lot of matchup wins in that playboy. You 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 pick your five first, brother, for that reason, because you, you know there's no matchup wins. Um, but but he he the, the competitive fire. You know, I, he's I'm I'm a big guys who don't care about. And I, I'm a fan of the little guys. Say I know that I got a little son. I was a little player. I, I'm a fan of the little guy. So I, I'm gonna pick five guys who don't give a rat's tail what your team look like. <laughs> so Isaiah is kind of none of them names you gave him, right? right. So give, so give me Isaiah. Um, I will take KD. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think who you did name. Give me uh You got to name one, me, man. Come on now. Huh? He just won a championship. Oh, come on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm trying to go old school, though, because he went old school. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to match up. He went old school with, uh, with, with Kareem. I'm trying to get, get to throw an old guy. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, give, give, me Larry, give me Larry Bird. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to match error to error though, because you got you got two. Uh, well, you know, Magic and Kareem are both similar, but Kareem was even older than Magic. Man. So now I need a. Uh, I guess I need a. I, need, I guess I need a center. G- give me a larger one. Okay. Mm, okay. That seems to be one everybody pick. Ride with that. A large one ain't scared of nobody in your team. <laughs> Kawhi's Kawhi. He's a he's a robot. KD can when he, a healthy KD can get down. And I said Thomas is scared of nobody. You got he he never was scared of Magic. Which Part of the reason they tried to uh, blackball him at first, and then they made friends later. Yeah, you know they tried to, you know, and they tried, they tried, you know, they shun Magic, they shun Isaiah off of the first dream team. Off the dream team, yeah, 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 yeah. For political reasons, man. But yeah, so I mean, that ain't a bad five. You put me on the spot, quick notice. That ain't a bad five. But- and you had five all-time greats that you picked first. Hey, it's the question we found off of Twitter, man. We've been asking the same question for about five months now. Uh, <laughs> How many, how many people pick Isaiah? Not many, right? No, it hasn't been many. It hasn't been I many. Wore 11, I wore 11 in high school because of, uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story. Let me tie this all together. You know, I'm, I'm the Forrest Gump of sports in South Carolina, right? <laughs> so, everybody, so everybody's connected to me some kind of way, right? So in high school, I wore number 11 because of Isaiah Thomas, but I also wore it because of my god sister 
were number 11 on the girls' team at Chesterfield High School, right? Mm -hmm. You know who my god sister is? Who? Chico Carter's mama. Oh, wow. So that's why he's my, he's like my nephew. But I was there when he was born. But that, we, were, we were raised almost like brothers and sisters. Wow. So oh. She wore 11 on the girls' team, each other. I wore 11 on the boys' team. Okay, there we go. A little, little history yeah, lesson. A little trivia for you. A little, yeah. little, little trivia. Small world. I, I'm going to have to use that on a, on a trivia session we have on here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chesterfield High School, baby. Chesterfield never ran, never will. <laughs> <laughs> I can hold out that point back in the mid 80s, baby. <laughs> well, Sav, we're going to start with you, man. Uh, any shout outs you want to give tonight before we get out of here? Uh, shout, out, shout out to South Florence, man. We're just going to keep working. Uh, keep getting better and like y'all said man it's June we just you know Staley made a good point just focusing on skill development so just shout out to South Florence man we're gonna we're gonna shock some people man we're gonna shock some people in the PD area I got some I got some surprises that people ain't seen yet when they see in November they'll be like well damn where was he at in June so, <laughs> it's, it's alright we're just gonna keep working shout out to South Florence man alright Mr. Huff the great Mr. Stacy Huff man, man. shout out Cut it out, sir. Um, okay, real quick, shout out to the class of 19, man. We're going to miss them. They've been great. Say, I can, record, can identify. You can identify your yeah. English. Uh, shout out to all of them. I took me to the name. I already named my little guy, nephew, Pico, but I won't name another name because I'll leave somebody out. But you know, it was some great ones. Class of 19, we knew they were going to be great when they were in ninth and 10th grade. We saw it coming. They did right. not disappoint. And I'll be very, and, and listen, I say this all the time. Some of the guys that finished at the top of the class weren't there in ninth and 10th grade. So it shows you the power of keep it working. So in some ways, that class got flipped upside down, right? Yeah. The names we talk about in ninth grade, we were talking about in twelfth grade. Yeah. The names we talk about in ninth grade, we are forgotten in twelfth grade. So, in other words, shout out to that class, keep doing it. But look, everybody else, look what they did. And we want that many signees in the class of twenty and beyond because it was a very special group. They're going all across the country, and we wish them Godspeed and good luck representing the Metro and South CAC. Shout out to the class of twenty nineteen Hoopers. That's real. Yeah, that's that's real. Up, man. Yeah. I, I think 19 was probably one of the strongest classes to come through South Carolina, man. Yeah. It was Absolutely. a lot of underrated. I, 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 said, I said on my radio show, in, uh, th uh, three years ago, I said on my radio show that 19 was going to be one of the best classes ever. Yeah, I mean, from top to bottom, man, you got it's a lot of D1 kids and kids that are really going to go out and make a difference, man. I mean, yeah. it, it, whew, like you're right, it's too many to name. Too many, man. Yeah. Too yeah, many to name. Man. Um and and, and uh, a couple shouts out man cut uh, shouts out to Lena for getting Josh off the phone. Um, <laughs> she got him up out of there. Yeah, she got him up out of there. Uh, uh, her and baby Leo was like, man, you gotta come on, you gotta come on, so we can go ahead and <laughs> get on this road in the morning. Uh, um and then uh, uh uh so shouts out to my co-host man did a great job with the camp today. Him, John Combs, uh, the SCBCA, Skip Lacks, um, SCHSL, um, put together a great event this weekend. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. And you could tell that South Carolina's on the rise, basketball-wise, um, because you know not, not only did we have the top two picks in the draft, but if you would have been in any of those gyms this weekend, you're talking about from Virginia Tech to Texas A&M, uh, uh, I mean, it was, it, it was big time. Um, I, I, you know, it was a, a, an accumulation of a lot of coaches on different levels, local and national, um, that came through some for multiple days. Uh, so that means they stayed in. They was like, yo, look, we got to stay for another day. And that's big because they could have gone anywhere else, but they were here. Um, and, uh, and and for those of us who, of course, the listeners can't see what we're looking at, but Sav, shouts out to Sav's towel on his head. 
Oh, yeah, he rocking the towel. Saz rocking yes, the towel with the glasses. Yes, sir. Hey, that's the hey, hey, that's the that's 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 the wave all summer, man. Every time you see me, you, okay. I'm, you're gonna see a towel. Every time. <laughs> that's the signature right there. Okay. So shouts out to the towel. Um, that's like legends are made. Stuff like that is part of the legend. Yeah, stuff like that. Legend in the making. Yeah, in the making. Legend in the making. Stacy, all we can say is we were here for the beginning. All we can say we were here for the beginning. All we can hope for is he shakes our hand later. That's all. Y'all playing. Say I won't be speaking to us to start nation, man. Y'all playing, man. Y'all playing. I'll never do that. I would never turn my back. I would never turn my back, man. So we're going to go ahead and get out here, man. If you want to join the conversation, hit us at the Staley and English Show at GoToFileLife.com. That's the Staley and English Show at GoToFileLife.com. Hit us on all social media platforms at the Staley and English Show. On behalf of my partner, uh, Josh Staley, and thank you, definitely big thanks to Coach Savage being on, Mr. The Great Stacy Huff. Uh, man, listen, and, and, and I'm going to get out of here after this, man. I, I had the opportunity to work at Chick-fil-A with Stacey Huff for probably about seven, eight years. And we sat at that table and cracked man. jokes man. and ran to the Chick-fil-A room. Man, had a good time, man. <laughs> <laughs> so many relationships in that Chick-fil-A, that Chick-fil-A and, and, and just had a great time. He knew me before I had a head coaching job. And, and uh, he was the first person in the media to have me on for an interview. And so I owe a lot to Mr. Stacey Huff. So thank you for being on tonight. And definitely thank you for everything you've done thank for you me sure. personally. Um, you've definitely, definitely influenced me personally and a whole lot of other people as far as basketball is concerned in the state of South Carolina. Thank you, sir. Oh, I want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, man, and one more thing. I remember we had a conversation state championship when, uh, when Hartsville played South Point. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, I, he said, what you think your chances got? I said, man, Hartsville good, man. I think we got a chance. He said, well, he said, I'll tell you what, they do. He said, but I'm going to tell you what, Hartsville's a great high school team, but South Point's a really good college team. <laughs> 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 and you saw how they work out. <laughs> man, that kid was doing front flips into the end zone. <laughs> okay. So, so, showing out. That boy was doing it. The KO. The KO. So, as anybody would tell you, man, anybody would tell you, uh, keep God first, everything else will follow. Peace. Peace. Are you into comics? I mean, seriously, into all things comics. Well, lucky you needs to check out Take a Knee for Marvel vs. DC, where regular Scott, Ozzy Killmonger, and V's discuss characters, movies, series, books, fan polls, and more. And you never know who may show up for an open mic. Just some blurs going deep and having fun. Take a knee for Marvel vs. DC. New episode every Sunday, brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network.